Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you steam. It's Willard and Dibs <laughs> on 95.7 The Game. I feel good energy in the room today. I really do. Don't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a football Friday. Uh, The World Cup's about to start, so you're juiced, man. I can tell you. You're floating. You're about a foot above the ground right now. Yeah, it all starts on Sunday. And, uh, you know, we get off the show today, and we've got... We got Warrior Hoop coming up. We've yep. got a full slate of college football. I'll beat and the Knicks tonight. Sunday morning, we've got uh, Qatar and Ecuador kicking off the World Cup. Even though I like it in the summer and I hate the fact that it's in Qatar, I'm excited over the fact that actually the tournament is about to start. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll be interesting at sports bars because I think I'm going to be nearby Union Square uh, for some football watching uh, with, uh, with uh, the lovely Christy and a bunch of friends uh, this Sunday. Uh, are the sports bars going to be taken over, though, by Qatar soccer? Or am I going to get to see, uh, you know, the Vikings play football? You'll probably get to see the Vikings okay. play football. Right. But, you know, after the, the opening match on Sunday, it start, it's going to get uh, absolutely ramped sure, up. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Once we get and to midweek. different mid-week. teams will, you know, get different crowds. I don't know if the... Uh, the Ecuador-Qatar match is necessarily going to be the highest viewed one here in the Bay Area. Um, it is a football Friday. We have a very interesting quote from Aaron Judge that everyone is going to have to just, on your own, you translate it. It's going to be a translation sensation. That's a bug. You figure out what you think about it. We've got that coming up. Steve Kerr was on 95-7 the game, Damon and Ratto yesterday, and he had some very, very interesting comments about Clay Thompson. We'll get to all that. Matt Barnes is on the show today. Warren Sharp is on the show today. May I read you a quote, Dan Dibber Claus? Please. The idea, philosophically, that Kyle Shanahan wants to run the ball is not true, and people need to leave that behind. End quote. Steve Young. Yeah. Steve Young said that. I think it's fascinating because you asked Mike Silver yesterday 
um, about the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo being on the team next year. I kind of regret it. His response was elite. Don't worry, Kyle. Don't worry. It's okay. Well, yeah, we're going to have that for you in a couple minutes. Okay, yeah, we're, we're working on so that we can bring, bring it back, y'all. Bring do we it back, have to y'all. play it? Yes, we do. I felt like I got mocked. Well, no, it was an, it was an he elite. He did the Macarena. It was an elite cackle, though. It was. We love elite cackles on this show, right? Uh, you know, the, the Farhan Cackle, Nick Friedel, let's, <laughs> let, let's get Mike Silver in there, no? It was a really good cackle. And it, it got me thinking, because what Mike did was he helped me sort of think about this through a different lens. We're all sitting here talking about the 49er quarterback position and situation through our eyes. Not through theirs, not through Jimmy's who may still totally be uh, annoyed with the way that this played out last year, and Kyle Shanahan, who obviously was highly activated to have a different quarterback on his team a year and a half ago, may still feel the same way. Because if you think, and I know you ran some data that I cannot wait to hear, because I don't know what you're about to say with regard to Kyle Shanahan as OC in Atlanta, Uh but... The idea that Kyle Shanahan loves what he's doing perfect, this is exactly, I've heard Steiny say it now about five times in the last week, Kyle Shanahan wants to grind your gears. And, and that's why we come in after wins and say things like, why isn't Kittle getting involved? And why didn't Debo get involved? And McCaffrey didn't get more touches than Eli Mitch. What's going on? Well, Kyle Shanahan just wants to grind your gears. He just wants to run it right, and then we run it left, and run it up the middle, and he wants to go on a 48-play drive. Steve Young's like, no, no, he doesn't. He's doing that because that's his quarterback. That's his quarterback. So what did you find when Matt Ryan was his quarterback, and Matt Ryan was good? Yeah, what I found, Mark, was that uh, Kyle Shanahan does, in fact, want to grind your gears. And, you know, until Kyle Shanahan shows me otherwise with a quarterback that he really believes in, then I'm not going to believe him or Steve Young. And I have a deep, deep reverence for Steve Young as a player, as a broadcaster, as a football aficionado. But if you look at just the numbers of... Pass play versus run play, the breakdown. We all think about his time in Atlanta. Oh, you know, he he was lighting it up, and he was throwing it all over the park. MVP. The quarterback won the MVP. He threw the ball. They threw the ball on 55.9% of their plays. Okay. This year, the 49ers have thrown it 52.4% of their plays. So you're only talking about 3% more often are you throwing it then you're running it. So if you take a 70-play game, you're talking about two to three more passes a game ah, with Atlanta than you are with San Francisco. There's it a flaw is there. a microscopic There's a flaw difference. there. There's a flaw there. Talk to me, Marky. The flaw there is I would like to know how far the ball traveled on those passes that you're talking about. Well, that would take a much deeper amount of research. Because Matt Ryan clearly put up numbers that were MVP-worthy. Julio Jones, what was his yardage that year? Do we have that in front of us? Oh, we do. Julio Jones that year went for what? Uh, 1409. Okay. Not that many. Not that many? That's like 80 yards a game. 1409 is a hell of a year for a wide receiver. I'm pretty sure that would be like first or second in the league last year. And he played 14 games, so it was 100 a game. (laughs) 
hundred a game. That's a humongous year for someone on a sixteen game schedule who missed two games. That's a huge year. His quarterback won the MVP. Jimmy Garoppolo will never, ever, 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 ever be an ever, ever be an MVP candidate because he doesn't have uh, the stats to back it up. And, wow, and we're locking quite, that up. Yeah, quite frankly, he doesn't have the ability to do that. <laughs> But you get it. Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing a lot, and it's like, yeah, it's third and five, and Jimmy threw for six yards. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones were running an offense that was prolific. It was putting up a lot of points, and it had 28 of them at halftime of the Super Bowl. Not enough. As it turned out, you're right. It's because Matt Ryan fumbled it. By the way, that game True. didn't turn because of Kyle Shanahan's play calling. We all want to look at that and blame Kyle Shanahan. They got the ball back after New England scored the opening touchdown of the third quarter, and Matt Ryan fumbled on, I believe, the first or second play from scrimmage mm-hmm. on that drive, gave New England a short field. They scored again, which is where that game turned. It didn't well, turn on Kyle Shanahan's <laughs> play calling. When you blow a 25-point lead, I would venture to say... There are at least 10 things that happened that if they didn't happen just like that, remember the Julian Edelman catch, like the ridiculous catch over the middle. We remember the Kyle Shanahan play call, and by the way, Matt Ryan didn't have to take a sack. Just because Kyle Shanahan called a pass does not mean that Matt Ryan had to take a sack, but we remember the last thing. That's it. The only reason we blame Kyle Shanahan for that is because it was the last thing. But there's a hundred things that happen in that game when you blow a 25-point lead. By the way, starting with the other side of the ball. You're up 28-3. Your defense should be like, that's a wrap. We're not giving up 25 points in the second half of this football game. And they ended up giving up more, as it turns out. So, yes, you're right. I agree. I just think Kyle Shanahan was asked about this in the process of drafting Trey Lance. Prior to drafting Trey Lance, he was asked about the kind of quarterback he likes. And he's been tagged with things throughout his career. Part of it is because of his last name and the fact that his dad kept having successful running backs that we didn't see coming. Terrell Davis and Orlandis Gary and Clinton Portis and all of this stuff, right? And so, oh, he's a guru, he's a guru. Not our guru, a guru. And then you get to the pros, and there's rumors about Kirk Cousins. And all of a sudden we go, see, that's what Kyle wants. He wants a B at quarterback so that he can grind everybody's gears. You asked him about it a year and a half ago, and he said, you know who I like? I like Mahomes. He's good. I think it'd be really fun to have a guy like that. Now, we have no idea what he drafted. We haven't been able to see it yet. And and who knows who it's going to become. But I, I, I just think if Steve Young is saying it, and, and we've got plenty, I believe, evidence to back it up, like when you look at these 49er games and go, well, why aren't they getting this guy involved? And why aren't they getting that? And why aren't they winning by more? I, that's, that's not what this is. It's not what this is, and it's not because he wants it that way. He doesn't want to play a field goal game in the fourth quarter. He's limited at quarterback. So he has concocted a, a, a smoothie that usually works with this guy when he's healthy. I, like, I, don't, I don't buy that Kyle Shanahan doesn't like points and doesn't like to throw the ball and doesn't like winning by a lot. I think that he likes to win. And so when you look at, and this is where Steve Young and I can agree to agree, Kyle Shanahan wants to win as a head coach, as all head coaches do. And when you look at your personnel and you look at, 
most primarily your quarterback and you look at what he does best, then you have to build your offense around that. Now, when Trey Lance takes the reins, is Kyle Shanahan going to really allow him to cut it loose and throw the ball like Pat Mahomes does or even throw it like Matt Ryan did? If Matt he can, Ryan in his prime. Don't you think? If, well, he if he can't, then this is an indictment on you and John Lynch for drafting him no doubt. at that point. No so doubt. No I doubt. don't believe that Kyle Shanahan has the faith in his own offense to be able to do what he wants to do in Atlanta, and you know, we talk about that Atlanta year, and Matt Ryan threw for I think what five thousand yards. Did he? Is that what the yeah. number was? <laughs> it was. I, mean. I have it right here. Forty nine, forty four. Yeah, Jimmy never going to throw for forty nine, forty four. No, but if you look at previous Kyle Shanahan years, and I've gone back through every year of Kyle Shanahan, he's thrown the ball more in a number of different years. But the reason why is because they've been trailing in games. That too. So until he has a quarterback that he can really put his faith in. We don't know if Steve Young is right. We don't know if I'm right. We don't know who the real Kyle Shanahan is until we see Kyle Shanahan with a quarterback that he really believes in. First of all, good morning, Twitch and YouTube. Thank you for watching and your phone calls on anything that you hear today. Absolutely and always welcome at 888-957-9570. You can fire texts off as well uh, to the Xfinity mobile text line. Now, you said something interesting there. You said when Trey Lance takes over, which... Uh, in Mike Silver's answer yesterday, I don't know that we necessarily can definitively say when Trey Lance takes over. So you brought up the idea of Jimmy being on this team prior, or I'm sorry, after the end of this year. And the response, I thought, was pretty damn interesting. Here it is from yesterday. If he goes on a deep run, there's a lot of talk that maybe he sticks around next year. What would that? I mean, that's what I'm saying, Mike. But what would, what would that mean in terms of uh, the team and the salary cap? Okay, first and foremost, that is one hell of a cackle. That is it. That is I pretty mean, rude to interrupt the host like that. To be honest, see now I know now I know you don't like being interrupted. I'm Deb, just joking because so. Mike and I have hung out at, at multiple Niner games oh, this year. Whoop. Yeah, I saw, wow, him, I saw this was, last uh, I think I'm soaking wet Sunday over here. night, uh, you know, Mike and I, we chopped it up. And I actually, I thanked him and I said, yeah, Mike, you're doing great. What can I do to make you better? What did, what did he say? I think you just heard his oh, answer. okay, there it is. All right. Yeah, so. He said, ask me more about Jimmy G being around next year. I love it. So, the mere idea, the mere idea of Jimmy Garoppolo on the 49ers next year uh, Mike Silver thought that that was that was pretty funny. However, he then did do you the honor of an answer. The least he can do. <laughs> they might want Jimmy back. I'm not saying that they won't want him back. It depends how far they go. But Jimmy's got the power now. Finally, instead of like, oh hey Jimmy, we can look around and maybe replace you with someone, and we'll let you know, and we can always just cut you. Now it's hey, you can't tag me. Um, I'll. I'll maybe look around, and you guys, while I'm looking around, might have to see other options evaporate. So, yeah, I mean, this would be a great problem to have for everybody. That's probably a Super Bowl-winning Jimmy that I'm talking about. But, yeah, if they want Jimmy back, Jimmy might be like, yeah, okay, I'll keep that in mind. Let me look around. Okay, so I think we have got this thought going on in our mind that if it goes well... If it goes well the rest of the way, 
And there's a completely different conversation we can have about the 49ers that I think is really fun, which is, are they good, or do we just think they should be good? That's kind of where we're at right now. They beat the Chargers. They got into 5-4. and four. First place is on the line Monday night. I think everything is set up for them. But the expectations for the 49ers, have you ever seen expectations like this for a team that's 5-4? and four? It's pretty wild. It's been, and I get it. There's context, okay? So... So there's all of that. But if this does indeed, Dibs, if this goes well, we have in our mind, well, the 49ers and Jimmy, they're obviously joined at the hip. And here we go to another deep playoff run, third time in three healthy years, that off they go on a deep playoff run. How could you part after that? Except for the two people who are actually making the decision might be the two most activated people in all of the Bay Area to part. Right. Primarily Jimmy G in terms of, you know, him wanting to go somewhere where he's truly beloved and where he's not just the afterthought or the fallback plan or the plan B. Even if the money is huge in what the Niners decide they want to offer him, but I don't even think that the Niners would look to offer him a huge deal to keep him because then what do you do about Trey Lance and what does that say about your process in terms of trading up to, to take Trey Lance in the first place and now what, you're going to give him the Jordan Love treatment or you're going to move off of Trey Lance? What, what happens at that point? So if Jimmy G leaves, what do you do for Trey Lance in terms of his backup for next year? Because you need to bring somebody in to back him up in mm. case... He gets hurt again. Yeah, or in case <laughs> he's not good he doesn't play well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, I think we've understood oh, how can you not bring Jimmy back if he ends up in a Super Bowl, if he ends up in the NFC title game? How can you? Do you realize like I mean you just laid it out. Isn't that pretty embarrassing? <laughs> he's right? only my favorite. Them. My favorite. Sebastian Maniscalco. It's literally the title of one of his tours. Aren't you embarrassed? You move heaven and earth to draft a quarterback and then never let him play and bring back the guy that you wanted to replace? Oh, they let him play. Flip your salary cap absolutely upside down, and then what do you have? Well, the salary cap is malleable, as you say. What's the interview with Trey Lance the day after Jimmy re-signs next year? How's that go? Uh, How does that sound? When you hold the clipboard, you may want to hold it with your your left hand. That way you don't tire out your right wrist in case we ever need you. I I love Mike Mike is on fire. I love love how much (laughs) we sit here and talk about these teams and we talk about these athletes. And once we've we've gotten to know them a lot and once they've had some success here in the Bay Area, we've decided that they're egoless. They're all egoless. Right? Jordan yeah. Poole. Clay Thompson will go to the bench, no problem, because he loves the Warriors, and he loves playing for us. My name's Bob, and I've got season tickets, and I know Clay. Jordan Poole's happy coming off the bench. Yeah. It's not a problem. He, he doesn't mind that he got punched in the face by Draymond Green. Right, and Draymond, over it. Draymond will tuck that attitude away yeah. in time. No, Jordan Poole. Because they know that they need to win a title, and Jimmy, Jimmy knows that he's better with the 49ers. And so he doesn't care that he got fired. He doesn't care that there were six months of trade rumors. He doesn't care that he and the team didn't see eye-to-eye on a shoulder surgery. And he's forgotten all about that because he's friends with George Kittle and they went to a Warrior game one time together. Christian McCaffrey was there. They like each other, too. And Juice, he was over there. They were cheerleaders. It was wonderful. 
Everything is cum by freaking ya. Look at you. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. These are massive egos, massive money. And we're sitting here thinking that somehow this situation that could not be navigated at the beginning of this year and was going sideways after one and a half games, they got bailed out on it because of an ankle break. And now we think that they're going to navigate it at an even higher level with more money and more hurt feelings next March. You're, you're going to tell Trey Lance, yeah, so we're, Jimmy's coming back again, and we're going to pay him $33 million. Right, right. <laughs> this, I, like, There's no chance he comes back. Remember when Bob Myers was like, just enjoy this year. Boy, I think 49er fans needed to hear that as much as anyone because this idea that they can navigate that next year... I think Mike Silver's laugh is right on point. Yeah, and that's why I was asking him to get some clarity, because he had written about Jimmy Garoppolo in the Chronicle, and there is that notion of, if Jimmy Garoppolo goes on a deep run, what do you do? And, and that's a narrative that will continue to grow. It's not something that I created, and it's not something that's going to go away, because there are still major questions about Trey Lance, and ultimately, Kyle Shanahan wants to win football games, and that's why they brought Jimmy Garoppolo back in the first place, because they wanted an insurance policy for Trey Lance in case Trey Lance wasn't good enough. They wanted to have somebody behind him, and then Trey Lance got hurt, and now they're looking like geniuses because they did have somebody behind him. So as much as Kyle may want to throw the ball more, that's what Steve Young was intimating, that Kyle doesn't want to just grind teams out. I'm yet to believe that. The proof is in the pudding, and right now the pudding shows you that wow. Kyle does want to run the ball. And with if it's Jimmy. Beca- if it's because it's with, with Jimmy, then what happens when it's with Trey? What did we see with Trey in the early part of this year? Did he let Trey cook? No, he didn't let no, no. Trey cook. But, but, he, they ran but the ball more with Trey Lance. But we didn't translate it that way. We translated that to mean to, he's not ready to cook. So he's will he be cook. next year? I don't know. The answer is know. no. Kyle no, Shanahan's going to continue to try to grind teams out. They're 22-2 and two when they run the ball 30 times in a game. You think Kyle doesn't know that? I think he does know that. And I do not think he, the stat would say that if he had Patrick Mahomes. I think that it would look very, very different. I think but that, he's not going to get Patrick Mahomes. Of course not. And of he's not, not getting Steve Young. Of course not. But the, 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 the larger point... He's got point, Trey Lance, a guy the, who is maybe right. Justin Fields' light. The larger point that we're having here is... This side, if this goes well the rest of the year, we've all decided. Oh well, then Kyle loves this. I don't think Kyle loves this. I don't think this is this is still not and never will be Plan A. Yeah, but Plan A is. I got the data plan on a that doesn't too. Doesn't work. Plan A is not what life's about. I want to be an NBA basketball player, but I'm five eight, a white guy with a big fat boiler. What letter of plan are you on right now? What about W W for Willard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's good, um, Mark. Yeah, thank you. Actually, it's Plan M for Mark. Of course, Kyle wants to have. He wants to be Andy Reid and like, let's go five wide and throw it all over the park. And isn't this fun? Yeah, but you does. don't get to do that, Kyle. No, you can't. You got Mullins, Bethard, Lance, and Garoppolo. You get to do it if you can find Hoyer. someone that can do it, and they haven't been able to do that yet. Uh, Football Fridays are sponsored by the Jim Irsay Collection at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium on December 10th for free. K 
capital free tickets, visit JimUrsayCollection.com. At 10.30, it's Matt Barnes. At 11, it's Warren Sharp. Coming up next, it's your phone calls at 888-957-9570, along with Steve Kerr's words about Clay Thompson that you absolutely must hear from Damon and Ratto in 95.7 The Game just yesterday. Stay tuned for that on Willard and Dibs. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.